Hello, and welcome to another chapter of Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In today's chapter, I wanted to talk about a weekend getaway I took to one of the last places I always wanted to travel to in the United States, but never got the opportunity. San Francisco, California. San Francisco is one of the most beautiful cities I've visited in this country, with an atmosphere of innovation, creativity, technology, and culture nearly found in any other city. This city, for me, was really saving the best for last. To listen to more Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike podcasts, please like and subscribe. Now, let me tell you about Chapter 18, San Francisco, California. So what brought me to San Francisco at the end of the summer of 2019? I had just finished my MBA program a few months prior to and was in the throes of my first months of my new job, but I needed a vacation just to whine and relax uh, during the Labor Day weekend. My girlfriend was living in the Sacramento area at the time and felt it would be a good day vacation for us to go to San Francisco, especially since it was a city I always wanted to visit and was so close to her, it was an easy trip to get down there. So we ended up going down during Labor Day weekend, and we ended up taking a bus called the Flex Bus, which was only $10 round trip to go down there. And what it was great is it had Wi-Fi and movies on the bus ride as well. So it was kind of an airplane experience on a bus. So it was a very efficient way of getting down there. And while we're only there for 24 hours, which I do enjoy the 24-hour way of doing things, which you'll be listening to in another podcast of tips and tricks of being in a certain city for only 24 hours. But it was a very long and a very efficient 24 hours we were there and we also end up staying at a Marriott hotel in downtown San Francisco near Union Square and within those 24 hours we did quite a lot of things so definitely get your pen and paper ready for not only tips and tricks but places to go to in San Francisco if you do decide to travel to San Francisco Here are some tips and tricks to make sure your trip there is as fun as possible. The first tip I recommend when you're going to San Francisco is to have the understanding that San Francisco is a West Coast New York City. And when I say it's a West Coast New York City, it has that feel to it. It's a very walkable city, almost to a point outside the hills. Uh, Public transportation is very useful getting to and from. Or you can have Uber rides to get you from certain areas to another. The culture, again, like New York City, is very diverse and inclusive. And it's filled with tourists, creative people, hustlers in the technology industry. And that certain energy that when people say they get in New York City, uh, and as someone who lives in New York City, that same energy seems to resonate in the San Francisco area as well. You know, it also has uh, New York's issues when it comes to high prices and rent as food and hotel stays 
also has a homelessness problem, uh, obviously, and definitely some overcrowding. So if you go to San Francisco, it's going to have a really huge feel of New York City. The second tip I recommend is understanding that there are tourist traps, not only in San Francisco, there are very, very crowded uh, tourist traps. So we went during Labor Day weekend, this is all before social distancing, uh, a lot of places that we went to like Lombard Street, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, Fisherman's Wharf, those places were significantly crowded. And to a certain degree, that overcrowdedness became a very, very demoralizing point in turn. Like when we're going to Golden Gate Bridge, not only did it take us almost an hour to get up there with traffic, uh, it was also when we got up there, super crowded to really walk around anywhere. So understanding there's a lot of tourist traps in San Francisco and understanding the fact that it's going to be very crowded. The third tip I recommend is bring a jacket. Obviously, when people think of California, think of the sandy beaches and uh, that great weather. However, with the Bay Area and the Bay Effect, there are times in which it gets a lot more cooler in the San Francisco area compared to maybe 20 or 30 miles outside the Bay Area. So when you're traveling to San Francisco, make sure you just bring a jacket just in case it does get a little more cooler in the mornings and afternoons and sometimes you know even at night as well. Another tip is understanding there's a lot of hills in San Francisco. When you see a lot of the images and things of that nature of San Francisco, you see a lot of hills and they look beautiful, but when you're walking up and down them, it becomes very, very taxing. So if you are planning on doing a lot of walking, make sure you wear walkable shoes or shoes that you can walk comfortably in because uh, if you don't, it can be very taxing walking up and down those hills and it can really hurt your feet over a certain amount of time. And Honestly, if you're walking around San Francisco, it might want to be a little bit in shape because uh, it can be very taxing on the body if you're not. Lastly, I would say immerse yourself into the city. Like As again with New York City, San Francisco has so many different areas, so many different neighborhoods from African-American neighborhoods to LGBTQ plus neighborhoods, Chinatown. When you're walking around, since it's not a humongous city, you can walk around just multiple different neighborhoods and get an afternoon. So really immerse yourself in the city and the diversity that San Francisco and the Bay Area offers. So yeah, those are my top tips and tricks when going to San Francisco. Again, it's the city you really have to, you know, bring comfortable walking shoes and understand the landscape that you're going into. But if you're a big fan of East Coast cities and having that diversity of different experiences, food and things to do, San Francisco will definitely be a place for you to go. And obviously, it's one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been to. As usual during this podcast, I normally try to think what is the most memorable moment I had in any given city. And in my time in San Francisco, while we're there for 24 hours, the one that really comes to mind was our trip to the Golden Gate Bridge Park that afternoon. As I said earlier, the purpose of this 24-hour trip was to see as much of the highlights as San Francisco as humanly possible. And it was an extremely long day. I remember we left Sacramento 
at 6 a.m. that morning, and we weren't stopped running around the city of San Francisco until 10 or even 11 p.m. that night. We wanted to see everything that we can, and in a future podcast, you will see how you can spend and stretch out the 24 hours as physically possible in my next Tips and Tricks podcast later down the line. But going back to the story, at this point in the day, we had already traveled to multiple tourist locations from Lombard Street to Fisherman's Wharf to Chinatown. However, the biggest venture for us that particular day, unbeknownst to ourselves at that point in time, was our trip all the way up to the famous Golden Gate Bridge. So let me think, where do we begin? I think we begin after our adventures around Fisherman's Wharf, eating a little bit of lunch and dessert at Ben and Jerry's in which we had to pay $10 for a comb, which is a story in and of itself. But after that, we decided, let's go to the Golden Gate Bridge because it's a good afternoon, it's cool, and we knew it was going to take a little bit of time to get there from where we were. So we first ordered a lift uh, from the area, which took around 15 to 20 minutes to arrive because there's a lot of traffic in the Fisherman's Wharf area. And eventually, like a red key eventually picked us up and took us towards the Golden Gate Bridge area. So when we were in the car, we were kind of relaxing a little bit because we were basically walking that whole entire afternoon throughout the whole entire city. But And I looked at my phone. It said, oh, it's going to take around 15 to 20 minutes to get to the Golden Gate Bridge from where we were. And the, the ride was only $15. So it really wasn't that bad. And it could have been a little bit of relaxation for us to get prepared to spend time at the Golden Gate Bridge. However... We realized that timing was quite a little bit off. So when we get onto this main road to the Golden Gate Bridge, which I'm like, I don't remember the road at this point in time, but I remember it was right off of the Bay area. We were literally in bumper to bumper traffic. So literally every minute we will maybe go uh, one car length or two car length in this traffic. And honestly, we were in traffic for nearly an hour going up to the bridge. Now, there were some times in which it, it broke up a little bit, but we started to realize a lot of the traffic that was going in our direction were all going to the run direction, which was the Golden Gate Bridge. Overall, going up and staying stuck in traffic, not only while we getting to the park, but once we were in the park, there was still bumper-to-bumper traffic going up the steep hill, towards the bridge area and we were there for almost like an hour and 15 minutes to get up there what is funny while i was starting to still pay attention to the road and annoyed at the fact that we had waiting traffic this long my girlfriend literally took an hour and nap while we were on our way to the golden great bridge however i kind of felt sorry for the driver because the traffic wasn't really going very smoothly he could have had probably five or ten rides by the time he took us this one 15 minute uh, sorry, this $15 ride all the way to the Golden Gate. But once he dropped us off, I decided to give a, a pretty healthy tip because of all the time it took him to get up there and knowing that the traffic going back is going to be pretty bad as well, I know it's going to be a long afternoon from him. However, we finally got to the top of the area in which we can see the Golden Gate Bridge. 
it was definitely a sight to behold. When we got up there, it was it, the clouds had kind of dissipated a little bit, but you got that little little bit of cloud, but also the, a clear sky as well. And we can see it to the other side where the redwood forests were. We can look to the right, and we can see the whole city landscape and the hillness and the mountainness of the city. We can also see the Alcatraz Island too. So it was a, a beautiful view. And a, and a fantastic day to kind of be at the top of the bridge. So it's one of those very inspiring moments just to see the vastness of the bridge and the beauty of the bridge. But when we did get there, while it was nice to be there and see the be awestruck by the views, it was definitely very crowded while we were there. While there were some areas you can kind of get away from the crowd take a, a private picture with you and whoever you were with by the time you turn around there's probably a line of people that want to get in that same location to take pictures as well and when we were walking around which i didn't really know not only could you walk across the bridge there's also a golden gate bridge souvenir shop there was a small little restaurant to pick up a small bites to eat and drinks and there's a lot of touristy buses that were there, too, just to bring people there to take pictures and go back. But again, the crowd is ridiculous. Remember, we had to, I had to go, go to the bathroom, and the line was like 50 people deep just to go into the bathroom. So it was very long lines, very crowded, and to a certain degree, it kind of ruined a little bit of the moment being up there. Not only taking us a long time to get up there, but just the vats of people all around crowded very noisy uh so it was a great experience i would definitely do it but it's an investment to go to the golden gate bridge and you might want to spend a, a, a third of your day actually going up there so we walked across the bridge we grabbed a bottle of water at the cafe we obviously went to the bathroom and took a lot of pictures and just sat down and relaxed to watch the view so we're there for about an hour However, we decided that it was time for us to go and we wanted to get back. So we like, okay, let's start ordering an Uber. So we order Uber. Once again, it says it takes 10 to 15 minutes to get up there. We're like, okay, it's fine. It's an Uber. We can wait. 15 minutes passed. The Uber says it's still 15 minutes away. It was like, okay, there's traffic. There is stuck in traffic. We understand. Another 15 minutes passed. They don't move whatsoever. It seemed like they're stuck in traffic just like everyone else. And then I start looking around. A lot of the people that were there when we were there were still there on their phones looking for Ubers as well. So it's like everyone here that didn't take a, a bus were looking for an Uber to get back. And I started realizing back in my mind, it's going to be quite some time until we actually get out of here with everyone calling Uber, canceling, reordering it. Being, it, it was a mess, to be honest with you. So at the corner of my eye... Now, going old school now, I see a few taxi drivers just talking and not doing anything with one another. I'm thinking, wait a minute, why am I waiting here for 45 minutes for an Uber when I have a taxi driver here who's been here for literally 20 minutes just standing around doing absolutely nothing? I took it upon myself. I walk over to the taxi guy. He's like, hey, are you waiting for anyone? You've been here for a while. No one's taking you. He's like, no, everyone's calling for Ubers. No one's asked me for a ride. I'm like, well, can you go now? We've been here for like an hour and 45 minutes. We want to go back. He's like, yeah, sure. So 
Normally with taxis, I tell them where I'm going, back to the Marriott Hotel. Now we can negotiate the price to a certain degree. And I'm like, all right, I can live with like a $35 price. But at the end, he says, hey, are you a big fan of Star Wars? I'm like, of course, duh, I love Star Wars. Like, hey, you ride with me, I give you a little bit of extra treat when you go on back to your place. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I think the Lucasfilms is in this general area, at least in the city. Maybe we'll ride by Lucasfilms. So I end up telling my girlfriend, hey, we got a ride going back. We don't have to wait an hour for an Uber ride to get back because we have a taxi person right here. So she was fine because she wanted to go back. So he ends up uh, taking a shortcut route to get down from the Golden Gate Bridge Park because since he lived there for his whole entire life and he's been a taxi driver, they have the expertise of knowing how to navigate a city without needing a GPS. So on the way back towards my area, we stop off by Lucasfilms, obviously the place where Star Wars uh, functions and is, is there. And he was nice enough to drop us off. We took a picture in front of the Yoda statue, which was great. And I sent it to my friend. He loved it because he's a humongous Star Wars fan as well. And that was a fantastic treat. And on our way back to our hotel, he kind of took the scenic route and really showed us different places where like maybe Nancy Pelosi lives, where Mark Zuckerberg lived, and more of of an historic look of different locations of what they used to be in San Francisco past. Uh, and then eventually he drives us back off at our hotel. I paid him the $35 plus an extra $10 tip for all of the things he did for us, which he didn't have to do, like take us Lucasfilms and do be a little bit of a tour guide. Then eventually we got back to the hotel and relaxed for a little while. Okay, that was my, our trip to the Golden Gate Bridge. Again, I truly recommend if you're going to San Francisco, that's the one thing I believe you have to do if you haven't done it beforehand. However, do it in the early morning because dealing with that traffic in the afternoon was almost unbearable. And to a certain degree, I would never do it again unless I was going with someone new. And a second tip and maybe an extra tip for you. If you have a taxi driver right in front of you and your Uber is saying you're taking 40 or 30 minutes to get to you, take the taxi driver. It's convenient. It's right there. Have a little bit of cash on you. And he might give you or she might give you some extra things that you will never get in an Uber driver. So again, those are my little bit of extra tips due to my Golden Gate Bridge experience. Again, fantastic views, very scenic. Would I do it again? Eh, you gotta do a lot for me to do it again. While you're in San Francisco, here are a few places and locations I believe you should go to to get that true San Francisco feel. The first and most obvious place is the Golden Gate Bridge. I referred to it in my earlier story, but there's no better place to get not only an amazing view of the bridge, but an amazing view of the city. It's definitely a once-in-a-lifetime experience to go and see. The second place I recommend going especially if you're a Star Wars fan, is Lucasfilms. To see the creativity of the Star Wars universe right in front of you is a sight to behold. And if you want a photo op with Yoda, it's a statue right outside of Lucasfilms in order for you to take that candid picture. 
The next place I recommend going to is Fisherman's Wharf. Right by the water, it's a great place to get views of the water, Alcatraz, as well as get some food, some drinks, or some entertainment. It's a really a crowd bringer in the Fisherman's Wharf to do anything you want. As well, if you want San Francisco's famous clam chowder sourdough bowls, I definitely recommend getting one from the many establishments in Fisherman's Wharf. The next place I recommend going to is Lombard Street. For those that don't know, Lombard Street is that famous street of San Francisco that has a windy street going down a steep hill. I definitely recommend going in the morning or late afternoon to get that great view and not deal with all the crowds. And definitely don't drive down the street because it can take you quite some time to drive through the crowd to get to the bottom. Another place I recommend going to is Union Square. It's kind of the center of the city with a lot of premium shopping, food, and a lot of the downtown activity in the Union Square area. The next place I recommend going to is Chinatown. I believe it's the biggest Chinatown in the United States, and it definitely speaks for itself. Once you cross into the area, you truly feel you're like in another country. To get authentic food, trinkets, and that cultural experience from China, I definitely recommend going to Chinatown. Another place I recommend, especially if you're an outdoorsy hiking person, is visit one of the many redwood forests that surround San Francisco. The redwood trees are one of the largest and most immaculate trees I've ever seen. And it's very picturesque to not only take great pictures, but to also get away from the hustle and bustle of the city and have a little bit of that quiet time. Another place I recommend visiting, especially if you're a Full House fan, is going to the Painted Ladies. And these are houses that are the same houses that are in the intro of many Full House episodes of where the Tanners lived. Great time for a photo op. And lastly, to travel around the city with a little bit of style, I definitely recommend taking the San Francisco trolleys. They're not significantly fast, but trolleys are kind of the essence of transportation in San Francisco back in the day. And I think they're one of the oldest trolley systems that are still remaining in the United States. It only costs a couple of dollars to get on, and it's quite an experience getting on and off, especially when it gets late at night. But it's definitely an experience you should definitely take while you're in San Francisco. So yeah, those are the places and locations I recommend doing and taking while you're in the Bay Area. And trust me, if you do even half of these things, you will definitely have an enjoyable time. Thanks for listening to this chapter of Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike. And to the story of my last bucket list travel destination within the domestic United States. And lastly, if you do decide to travel... Make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon.